Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary as the NBA previews continue. My name is Peter Klein. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Thank you very much for tuning in today. You can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I am at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email this show, CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. Coming up on the show today, we are looking at the Eastern Conference in the National Basketball Association with the league tipping things off tomorrow. So that is going to be the focus of the show. As always, if you are watching on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel. If you are listening in podcast form, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. And now, without any further ado, let's get into our Eastern Conference win totals for the 2023-2024 season. All right, um, we will begin, as everyone does on basketball previews, by looking at the divisions. Um, I, I'll be honest, I like uh, there's a couple, or there, there was a time where I could have done these by heart, but I had to go back, who's in what division, just so I can, I, I know how to, to break this all down. So we're focusing on the Eastern Conference today, and we will start with the Boston Celtics. The total is at 55 and a half. This is a complete overhaul from this Celtics team from a year ago. Uh, Drew Holiday is in. He and Derek White will man the guard spots. Uh, the four Forwards continue to be Tatum and Brown. Horford will be your center. Uh, Chris Stapps Porzingis will also get some run probably at center as well. That This is a, a team that has built a very strong top six and um, are kind of hoping after that, hoping that Pritchard can take a, a bit of a step. Uh, maybe someone else does, or maybe they're, they're able to pick up a... Uh, post-deadline buyout or something. But depth is not an overly strong aspect of this team, but their their top five and then one is really, really, really good. Holiday gives this team a really interesting look defensively. Um, Like, this team could be one of the, and probably should be, one of the better defensive teams in the league. The issue becomes, I think they're going to have a bit of a problem scoring it a little bit. Holiday is not someone who I, I think should be relied on offensively. He's not just, like, Ben Wallace. Um, um, but for guards, uh, Brown, there's obvious um, limitations when it comes to dribbling the basketball. Tatum is all world. You know, like he, he could be the MVP this season. But I I just don't know when it gets down to the, the real heart of it. And it's going to be them against Milwaukee is going to be the real heart of it. Um, can this team score enough um, that they've kind of locked it. It's funny how they've they've kind of flipped it. Like, Brown can obviously score. Like, he's not, again, he's not out here with 10 points a game or anything like that. But it's just when, when it comes down to, like, really getting this thing over that hump that Boston has, has struggled to, what we saw last year when Tatum was a little banged up in that seventh game against Miami, this thing just completely crumbled. And they've obviously made some changes, but you don't bring in Drew Holiday to update and upgrade your offense. So... I just have concerns about them. I am going a touch under the 55 and a half. I, I think this is going to be a team that's more focused on the regular season. Uh, or sorry, on the postseason. The Brooklyn Nets, their win total is at 37 and a half. I, I, I like some of the pieces on this team. And I know there's been a lot of talk over the last couple of days of, hey, what if Ben Simmons is just awesome again? I think that this is mainly a team that is going to be selling um, at the deadline. I, I think that this is the middle part of starting over, like the, the the transition from starting over from Harden and Durant and and Kyrie. I think if Ben Simmons is awesome this season, they're trying to trade him. At the, the first chance they get, they're going to try to get him out of Brooklyn. So I, I think that this is still part of the teardown out in Brooklyn. So I, I don't... Mikhail Bridges is great. I just don't see this team doing a whole lot. So I'm going under 37 and a half with 
them. Uh, the New York Knicks, their total is at 45 and a half. They don't go out and make the big splash like they did a year ago when they acquired um, Jalen Brunson, but they are able to, to keep Mitchell Robinson. They add Dante DiVincenzo for a little bit of Kentucky depth. Um, coming off of a, a strong postseason performance a year ago, I expect this team to build on it. Brunson was a difference maker for this club. Um, RJ Barrett is has some flashes, but uh, a phenomenal postseason from Mitchell Robinson. If you can get Julius Randle to, to be that guy again, I think the Knicks go over 45 and a half. That, that's my pick for them. The Philadelphia 76ers, it would be ridiculous to go over their lineup because who the hell knows at this point what they are going to be and what they are going to try to do as James Harden once again holds another franchise hostage. This is going to be the James Harden reputation, right? Like, he he is not going to be a guy that we think of as uh, one of the, the great scorers or anything like that. The first line on his kind of resume when it's done is, man, this guy was tough to deal with and kind of brought a, a few franchises down with him. It kind of feels like right now. Um, I, I don't know how you can go over 49 and a half. And that's insane to say because this is a team that has the reigning MVP in Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey, who, if things go right, could be an all-star this season. Um, They added Pat Beverly, which I I don't know how much of an upgrade that is in 2023-24. But, like, this is still a good basketball team. This is still a playoff basketball team. But this James Harden thing is going to be so incredibly frustrating. And if it's, I don't know what they're going to get at this point for James Harden, but I don't think it's going to be enough for me to think this is a 50-win roster. So I'm going under for the Philadelphia 76ers. And now the team near and dear to my heart, the Toronto Raptors. The win total sits at 36 and a half. Out is Fred Van Vliet. In is Dennis Schroeder. Um, that's basically it. Grady Dick was drafted. Jaden McDaniels is probably going to get some run as well. This is a team that I, I think is going to be improved from a season ago. Um, It was obviously chaos all year long with the Raptors last year, not James Harden chaos, but it just felt like there was something hanging over this team. It doesn't feel like that right now. It just like vibes check is much better around this Raptors team. Schroeder is coming off of a really, really good World Cup. Um, Grady Dick, there's a lot of people quite high on him. All of a sudden, this is a Raptor team that has a bit of depth that they can trust, and I think that's going to help them, especially late in the season. So I think the Raptors go over this win total of 36 and a half. I think the Atlantic division shakes down with Boston at one, the Knicks at two, 76ers at three, Raptors at four, and Brooklyn is at five. Into the Central division we go we start uh, start with the Chicago Bulls one of the least interesting teams in the league their total sits at 37 and a half um this is just a bad basketball team and it, it's unfortunate that the the last bit of uh greatness that DeMar DeRozan has is being wasted on this club hopefully there's some kind of trade that can be worked out um Lonzo's ball injury has kind of or Lonzo Ball's injury sorry has kind of derailed what this team could have been and um, but I think a lot of it has now passed by. Vucevic, it's whatever. Levine is what he is at this point. Um, this is just... They have a couple of pieces that I'm interested in, but more so if they get traded off of this team. This is a bad basketball team. I'm going under 37.5. The, the thing is this year, like there are a lot of very, very good teams. The, the East has a few um, kind of bad teams, but there's... there There's uh, like some really, really good teams. There's a 
but there isn't like a, a standout, oh, this team's going to be dreadful this year. I think there's going to be a few teams that are really going to underperform just because there are but so many wins that can be out there on a nightly basis. Um, and, and so I, I think this is going to be a real struggle for teams like that. this Chicago Bulls team is probably going to lose more than they should just because it is a, a really, really bad or a really, really difficult conference and really, really difficult league. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Cleveland, uh, their win total sits at 50 and a half. I think a lot of people are down on them after the, the postseason a year ago. But a starting five of Garland and Mitchell, Levert, Mobley, and Allen in the regular season is still really, really good. Um, they, they acquire Max Struess, who came up big in some po- postseason moments. Um, that They have Okoro and Wade as, as, some de- as a couple of depth pieces, along with Tricky Ricky Rubio. This is a fun, fun team out in Cleveland. Um, they need to get off to a good start because... Um, Donovan Mitchell is coming up on an extension and he may not want to stay in the bustling metropolis that is Cleveland, Ohio, as many others before him haven't. So there's going to be a lot of questions asked about this Cleveland team. They need to get off to a good start. I think they do. And I think they go over 50 and a half. Uh, The Detroit Pistons, their total is at 27 and a half. They are an interesting experience uh, experiment of just how many highly drafted but kind of bust centers can you have on an NBA roster before it's too much. Um, Kate Cunningham is back from injury. Bojan Bogdanovic is going to be in trade rumors immediately. And we'll see what happens with, with guys like Marvin Bagley Jr., James Wiseman, uh, Jalen Duran is the, the, the starting center probably there right now. Again, it's kind of like the Chicago one. This is just a really bad team. Losing a year of development for Cade is tough, um, but I I just don't like many of the pieces. They're going to be stacking up rosters, like, side by side. They're going to be on the wrong end of the talent um, ledger, I guess, on a pretty consistent basis this year. So we'll see if Cade Cunningham is enough, but I don't think it is. I'm going under 27.5. The Indiana Pacers, their total is at 38.5. They're expected to be in this murky middle in the Eastern Conference this year. Uh, with Halliburton, they, ha- they add um, Bruce Brown, Buddy Heald, Miles Turner. Uh, they-, they go out and acquire Obi Toppin, who I, I think could benefit from a, a change of scenery. Um, Jalen Smith, Andrew... Like, I'm just... I'm naming names at this point. This is a sneaky, deep team. Um, I have long been a really big fan of Miles Turner, and I, I think he is criminally underrated. Tyrese Halliburton feels like he's kind of just scratched the surface on what he can do. I think this Pacers team goes over 38.5. It's an exciting year out in Indiana. We'll see what they're able to do there. Uh, Milwaukee, their total is at 54.5. They go out and make the big splash and get Damian Lillard. I just don't know how this team's going to be defended this year. And I understand that there's going to be issues with them defensively. Um, there are concerns about what, what you do late in games defensively with Lillard um Giannis some concern about if he can actually guard guys out on the perimeter or or anything like that rim protection wise they're set what with Lopez and Giannis but guarding out on the perimeter is going to be a bit of a challenge for them I think this is a team that can outscore their problems um depth wise Crowder is like their ninth I I feel comfortable with that uh Pat Connaughton coming off of the bench can help them out offensively as well Bobby Portis with with some energy this is a good deep basketball team I like Milwaukee here um to to go over 54 and a half and so this division stacks up Milwaukee uh followed by Cleveland Indiana Chicago and Detroit uh into the southeast we go up first, the Atlanta Hawks. Their total is at 42 and a half. This is a gigantic year for Trey Young and for this team. Um, it's a, another full year of Young with uh, DeJounte Murray. 
I, I don't hate, like, I, I'm not a big Sadiq Bay fan as a starter, but as a bench option, that's really, really good coming off of your bench. So uh, I think uh, that they got Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, on this team as well. There's just a few pieces on this group that I really, really like. I can't imagine this team is just a 500 basketball team. So I'm going to say Atlanta does come away with uh, more wins than 42 and a half this season. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets at 31 and a half. Um, Miles Bridges, there's a lot of controversy around him after uh, allegations made going into free agency last year. Apparently, there's more stuff going on with him this year. Um, they only had about 30 games of LaMelo Ball. It's another year where Gordon Hayward is being relied on. I just, th there is the start of maybe something here, uh, especially around LaMelo Ball. Um, Terry Rozier is kind of underrated now that he's been moved from Boston on to, to Charlotte. But there's there's a couple of pieces on this Charlotte team that I like, just not enough to think that they're going to win more than 32 games this year. So I'm going to go under 31 and a half on them. The Miami Heat, their total is at 45 and a half. Many a dollar has been lost by going against Heat culture. That being said, I'm going against Heat culture this year. They just lost a ton of pieces in the offseason. Um, that, that was a really, really hard run on their guys going into the playoffs. And now to, to come back with less depth, less talent, um, and now guys who you had that it's nice to have those guys, now you're relying on them. It, it's blasphemy to, to have a Raptor picture up in my office, but then also say, I think Kyle Lowry might be done, but I think Kyle Lowry might be cooked. Um... I just don't see it with this group this year. So I, I am going under 45 and a half until they pull out some kid who we've never heard of who's going to score 20 points a game. But I, I think this team goes under in the regular season. Orlando, 37 and a half for the Orlando Magic. A really exciting team. This is going to be a, a high-level league pass watch team this year. Franz Wagner, the straw that stirs the drink. Paolo Boncaro, again, we, we've just uh, scratched the surface for what he could be. Um, I, I like the bench quite a bit with Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, Joe Ingles. Um, there, there's just quite a few pieces on this team that I, I really, really like as a young up-and-coming group. So I think Orlando actually does get the over. Uh, we'll talk about playoff predictions in the Western Conference side. Um, or NBA Finals predictions, sorry, in the Western Conference side. So we are going to go over the Eastern Conference playoffs now. That'd be weird if we didn't. So in a few minutes, you'll know where I have Orlando. But um, I, I do think that they go over. And lastly, Washington. The, the Wizards actually have a few pieces I like. Um, Daniel Gafford is someone who I just can't quit um, entirely because I had him in a trade on NBA 2K and he turned into a beast. So I just, I can't stop thinking that he will be a beast. But I, I like Kuzma. Um, Avdia can be a, a sneaky good piece off of the, the bench. Jordan Poole is going to put up big numbers, but just be the most inefficient player you've ever seen. I think this team goes under just because, again, there there isn't... There aren't going to be a whole lot of nights where they're going to have the, the, the talent edge, I don't think. And I, I do believe that at some point, they're going to have quite a few pieces be being sold off. So I, I think Washington falters down the stretch and goes under 24 and a half. So let's get into now uh, playoff predictions for the seeding. Uh, the top six were guaranteed playoff spots. I have Milwaukee, Boston, Cleveland, the Knicks, uh, Philadelphia, and Atlanta. In the play-in, uh, I have the Raptors in the eighth seed going to Miami to take on the Heat. Um, and then I have Orlando taking on Indiana in the other play-in. Uh, and then just for to let you know, uh, after that, it goes Charlotte, Chicago, Brooklyn, Washington, and Detroit. So in the postseason, I have Miami beating the Raptors 
to advance as the seven seed, and I have Orlando beating the Raptors to advance as the eight seed. Um, there is also a chance that the Raptors kind of sell off a little bit down the stretch. Um, so in the postseason, the the matchups would be Milwaukee, Orlando, Boston, Miami, which would be really interesting, Cleveland against Atlanta, and the Knicks against Philadelphia. Um, I have it all chalk from there. I have Milwaukee beating the or uh, advancing to take on the Knicks, Boston advancing to take on Cleveland, which would mean a first round exit for Philadelphia, which would mean. Oh boy. Um, and then I have Milwaukee-Boston in the Eastern Conference Final. Really edgy pick, I know. I am going to go Milwaukee. I just, I, I kind of view Milwaukee as a bit of a deeper team, and I, I think they're going to be able to, to shut things down on the Boston Celtics when it gets into to crunch time. I don't know who on Boston is guarding um, Giannis. I think that's going to be a major problem for the Celtics. So uh, I have Milwaukee advancing. So those are your Eastern Conference win totals. Uh, and that's going to do it for the show. Thank you so much for tuning in for Western Conference Breakdown and Western Conference uh, Playoff Preview, plus NBA Finals Pick. Um, part two of this should be up very, very soon. So that is going to do it. Remember, rate, review, subscribe wherever you are listening. If you are watching in podcast form, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Um, follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. And you can email this show, CouchPotatoDiary, at yahoo.com. Also, find us on Facebook. That's going to do it. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you all very, very soon.